Greetings from Mari and Key. Today we're going to get into um, Genesis chapter 2. And we're not going to read word for word um, beginning at verse 8. But we're going to skim through. Um, I do believe that this uh, chapter is the most important of the Bible. And remember, we are in the New King James Version. This part is important because it was the birth of sin. It was the birth of sin. So I'm going to go ahead and turn over the microphone to Mari. Um, and we're going to begin at verse 8. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree go grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of again. good and the evil. The tree of life was also also in the midst of the gar of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Stop there. Okay, so God wanted us to know that there were two trees. Okay? Mm -hmm. And of those two trees, what were they? The tree of life. And? The tree of knowledge of good and evil. And we know before we get into the reading... Let me ask you this question. Which tree did Eve eat from? The tree of good and evil. Correct. High five. Good job. She ate from the tree of good and evil. Now had she ate from the tree of life. In which that tree was planted in the what? The mist of the garden. The mist means the middle. So why was the tree of life in the middle of the garden? Right? Mm -hmm. But now we're going to jump over to verse 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And who did God tell this to? Um, Adam and Eve. He told it to Adam only. He only told it to Adam, see? And God took the man... He commanded the man. So God spoke to the man. And he gave him specific instructions. Do not eat from the tree of good and evil. For the day you eat it, you will surely die. It wasn't a literal 
Um, it wasn't a literal meaning. It was a rhetorical. Because as I just stated, if you was going to die, if you eat from the tree of good and evil, but if you had eaten from the tree of life, then we would have lived forever. There would be no sin. There will be no, there would have not been death. You just have to understand what the word says. The minute you eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you, for in that day, you eat of it, you shall surely die. So we wasn't going to die. That's what you're telling me. But yet. Eve went head on and bit that apple because she let a snake talk to her. Let's continue to, um, at this time, Eve wasn't even made. See? Go ahead, read 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, and closed the closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he will put into woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, "This is now bone, bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man." There. Stop right there. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me. We know that God made Adam. And when God made Adam, he was a grown man. Adam was never born to be a baby. When God took the bone from Adam to create Eve, Eve was away. Woman. She was a full bred woman. So just imagine you taking some dust, blowing, and it just forming into a man. Just imagine taking one bone from your rib and creating an entire woman. If you tell me that God is not amazing, (laughs) he's amazing. With a capital H. (laughs) Thank you father. Because that lets me know that. My God. Has so much power. And he's my father. So if he's my father. And I can do all things through Christ. That gives me strength. Then father whatever I speak it. It shall be so. As long as I have the faith that you had when you spoke the world into existence, when you spoke Adam into existence, and when you spoke Eve into existence. Because, Father, you spoke this. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So why do you think that? Why do you think that God created man and woman and not man and man or woman and woman? Um, it's just like, I mean, it's just a question. You're thinking too hard. You're thinking a little too hard because man and woman can produce, can reproduce. I'm sorry. A woman and a woman cannot reproduce. A man and a man cannot reproduce. If God wanted it to be that way, that's me. If God wanted it to be that way, then he would have made it that way. But he did not. He did not. Because that's not the way that it's supposed to be. Understood? Yes. Okay. So go ahead and read 24. And this is why God created a man and a woman. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. They were not ashamed because they didn't have the eyes to see it. So at this time, they had no knowledge of what was right or wrong. God made them perfect. They were perfect. Now, I'm going to go ahead and touch um. Chapter three. Read the read the um the title. The temptation and fall of man. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent. We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Okay, stop. So we know one thing. It's either it was normal to talk to animals, or Eve did not think that through that an animal was speaking to her. That is unknown at this time because it doesn't give us any knowledge in the New King James Version, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't give us any knowledge to whereas it was normal to have a snake talking to you that's hanging from a tree and you talk back to it. So uh, that's something that I would love to know when I close my eyes. Because I know I'm not finna sit here and have no conversation with no dog and no dog tell me nothing to do. But it's the principle that the power that the enemy has over people is what I'm uh, where I'm headed to. Because the enemy has the power to speak to people. He had the power to speak to Jesus. 
But because Eve did not um, take into consideration the voice that she listened to. She knew the voice of God. And yet she still listened to the voice of the enemy. So she filled her nature. She filled her flesh. And every time you feel your flesh or you feel your nature, then guess what? Trouble. Trouble follows. We just watched that movie the other day. And, and, and you seen exactly what happened. And you knew it and you understood it. When you do wrong, the devil going to sit there and laugh at you at all costs. Because he know. If I can get you to do wrong, oh, I can get you to go against God. Oh, that's the blessing. But if you stand strong and you fight against every wrong, but you know who's on your side and you know that God is with you and for you and he fights your battles, then guess what? Any enemy that's, that, that rises up against you will be defeated. Why will he be defeated, you say, Key? Because you have a mighty good God. A father, a loving father who loves you, who will not let harm touch you, who will fight your battles if you just stand still. Too many of us want to do what the enemy wants us to do. And then when trouble comes, we yelling for God to help us. Instead, Ask God to let you have sensitive ears so that you can hear his voice and always make the right decision. Now let's go ahead and continue. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God. Knowing good and evil. Now stop. Now. The enemy is the father of lies. He's a deceiver. What he didn't do was. He didn't lie about her. Their eyes will be open. But what he did lie about is. Guess what? What he lied about? And you will be like God. Nobody in this world can be like God. Nobody can be like God. God is a one-of-a-kind father. He's one-of-a-kind. So he gave her 50-50. Information. Excuse me. So he gave her a lie and he gave her some truth. Read number six. Verse six, I'm sorry. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree Desirable, desirable, desirable to make one wise. She took one of its fruit and Stop. ate. Stop. Okay. So we know that verse six says, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, it that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree was desirable to make one wise. She took off its fruit and ate it. So when I made you stop right there because I want to refer to something. So she saw, so that she saw, how did she see? We just knew that the enemy told her, um, 
Where we at? Where we at? Yep, that your eyes will be open in verse 4. He just told her that if she eat of it. Now, this was before she even ate it. So when, when the woman saw that the tree was good. So you know what the enemy did? He showed her. He showed her something. She, it was pleasant to the eyes. He showed her, if she bite this, this is what she would be able to, 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 to do. This is how she would see. He showed her a vision. And she saw that it was good. It would make her wise. So the enemy showed her, Eve, if you eat this apple, eat this apple, Eve, you will be able to see all of this. You will be so smart and you will know everything. <laughs> she took a bite. And then gave her husband some. And Adam ate it. And both of their eyes were open. And they saw that they were naked. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in a garden. In the cool of the day. Wait. God, you're a spirit. How are you walking? Right? Mm -hmm. God is a spirit. So how did they hear God walking? The, we, we're going to get more into it. But the presence of God was so heavy. It was so heavy. The spirit of God was so heavy that when he traveled, the sound was. They were afraid. Then God called to Adam, Adam. Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Up. And then God said, what? Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you that you should not eat? When then the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this? You have done. The woman said, the, the serpent. serpent deceived me and I ate. Okay. So, women, I want you to understand something. In that very moment, that very moment that Eve decided that she was going to go ahead and, and take a bite of that tree. I mean, take a bite of that apple. That was the end of, of sanity for us. It was the beginning of a battle. And I'll tell you why. It was the beginning of a battle. Mari, can you please um, yes. read verse 14? Thank you. Mm -hmm. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than the cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity 
mm-hmm. between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Now stop right there. Stop right there. And that's where we're going to end because I'm going to explain this, okay? Okay. So, we see a word up in there that we, we enmity, correct? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and define that word. That word means to be actively opposed or hostile to someone or something. So God said to the woman, because you have done, I'm sorry, he said to the serpent first, because you have done this, you are more cursed than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly, you shall go. And you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Verse 15. To Eve, he said, I will put enmity. I will put hostility between you and the enemy. Ladies. Because Eve ate that apple, we struggle. We fight. So hard against the enemy. We fight. With our feelings. We fight with our emotions. We fight with. with Ourselves. Sometimes. But we fight against something. Even greater. And that's the enemy. And God said to Eve. Because you and the. I'm sorry. I will put enmity. Between you and the woman. He was speaking to the serpent at that time. And between your seed. And her seed. Notice her seed is capitalized. She has a capital S in her seed. He shall bruise your head. And you shall bruise his heel. That statement alone refers to the crucifixion of Jesus. That alone, people, tells you that God already knew that the only way that we will be saved again is to send Jesus. It's to send Jesus. Because the enemy deceives us. He deceived us. So many times. He deceived us from the beginning of time. Women it's time to take your rightful place. To know who you are. To know where you come from. To know that at the start. The be- at the start, the middle, and the end. That we fight a greater battle. It's up to you to defeat the enemy. Mentally, physically, emotionally. But most of all, spiritually. We have a fight ahead of us. But we already know that Jesus paid it all on the cross. 
Jesus defeated the enemy. And because Jesus defeated the enemy, we have a greater strength. That strength is in Jesus. I would love to stop here and we're going to go ahead and pray. Okay, Mary, go ahead. Lord, I just want to come to you tonight and and thank you for everything that you have done for this family and the people that's listening. I hope that they can be blessed and you open doors for them each and every single day that they live, Father. Let them see a, a brighter day if they're having a dark time right now and let their eyes be open let let their faith be the size of a mustard seed father let them um see the the evil in people and see beyond somebody's um skin let them see the devil in its work and and the the devil is always trying to take on us because we are weak and we're not as strong as man and we're not as as powerful as man and and lord i just want to thank you for for giving me life for dying on the cross for me saving my sins defeating the devil for me and and everybody else heavenly father and i words words can't explain and i'd I just love you, Heavenly Father. I love you deeply, Heavenly Father, from the from the very bottom of my heart, Heavenly Father. Bless these these men and women spiritually, emotionally, and financially, Heavenly Father, and keep them always near your cross, Jesus. In Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Father God, we come before you this night, Lord. What a heavy heart, Father. Because someone's Grief, Lord, has been laid upon my heart, Father. Someone is in deep sorrow who's connected to me, Father. Who, Father, they need peace. They need a touch from you, Father God, under the sound of my voice, Father. (laughs) Let them know, Father, that you, you alone, Father, have placed a blessing ahead of them, Father God. But they, woman of God, you must have faith. A faith that cannot be tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. Father, someone needs the faith, Father God. As Mary just said, the faith the size of a mustard seed, Father. Someone is so worried right now, Father. And you have placed them on my heart. I lift up the families, Father God. 
the families that are struggling right now. Father, let the woman of God drop before you in your presence, Father God, and lift her hands in total surrenderance, O God. Let her not be ashamed, Father. Let her not be ashamed, Father, to cry before your throne, O God. Because when she is weak, Lord, therefore you are strong, Lord. You will do a great work in her, Father God. Somebody's going to call on you tonight, Lord. Hear their plea, O God. Hear the mother. Hmm. Woman of God, place your hands on your baby. Place your hands on your babies. Place your hands on your heart. And give it to God. Give them to God. He give you, he get, God is giving you a gift. And sometimes those gifts are, are a load to carry. But Father, you said, come to you, all of you who are heavy burdened, and you will give us rest, Lord God. Father, we say bless the fathers. Bless the dads. Who has chosen to take a different path, Father. Let us continue to pray for them, Father God. Let us continue to build up our little ones. So that they still love respect and honor thy father and thy mother so that thy days can be long. Father, let us train up the kids in the way that they should go, Father, so that when they are older, they will not depart from it, O oh, Father God. Woman of God, give your heart, give your body, give your mind, to God and stop believing that sleeping with every man is going to solve your problems. Your body is a temple of the Lord. It is the most precious thing to God. You woman of God are a Jew. You are brilliant to God. Know who is your father. Know who you are. Woman, you are beautiful just the way you are. God knew you. He knitted you in your mother's womb. He knew who you'd become. And yet he still loves you. God still loves you. Hmm. Give God the glory. Bless him. And know that God is I am. 
Know that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus is our intercessor. He prays for us. He prays on our behalf. He gives us everything we need. He's already left us with the Holy Spirit. And when you don't know what to say to God, Father, tonight I don't have no words, Father, but send your Holy Spirit to me. So that way he can be my intercessor on my behalf, Father. And he can speak to you and relate to you, Father, with the words that I cannot express out of my mouth, Father God. God knows. He knows. Even when your struggles are hard, God knows he's waiting on you. God is waiting on you. There's 24 hours in a day, but a thousand years is only one day to God. So time does not matter to God. Just know he has all the time in the world for you. The question is, do you make time for him? Do you make time for him? Or does everything around you come before him? Do you know who's your father? Do you know Who gives you life and death? When you get up in the morning and you thank God for this day. You thank him for the day. Look at yourself in a mirror because we know that we are made in the image of our father. And our father is I am. Tell them that I am. When you look in that mirror, the words to yourself should be. I am. Use an adjective every day to describe yourself. Mine is I am the daughter of a king. I am the daughter of a king. That's a part of my morning prayer because it reminds me that who I am. In Christ Jesus. In the Lord our God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Let the blessings fall, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. I plead, Father. I pray, Lord, that someone, Father, will give their life to you. They will ask for repentance, Father God. Father, hear them repent of their sins, Father. And the door is going to open, Father. The door that they've been waiting on, Father God. You will give them the key, Father, to unlock. Come on, kiddo. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom. For the power and for the glory forever and ever. Amen. Father, I believe that you love me and that Jesus Christ came as your gift 
down on the cross and rising again for me. I confess my faults and failures and I ask you to forgive my sins. I now ask that Jesus Christ comes into my life as my Lord and Savior. I accept this promise of eternal life. Help me to live for Christ alone from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I believe that I, oh, 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 Father, I believe that you are my shepherd and I shall not want. And Father, you make me to lie down in green pastures. And Father, you lead me beside the still waters, Father. And Father, you restore my soul, Father. And Father, you lead me on a path of righteousness for your name's sakes, Father God. Even even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Father, I will fear no evil, Father. For you are with me, Father. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me, Father. And you've prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies, Father. And you've anointed my head with oil and my cup overflowing, Father. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of my Father forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good night. Love you. See you in the morning, guys. Say the same, kiddo. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know you are. You can get up at 6, okay? Okay, while Mari's headed to bed, (laughs) I just wanted to, you know, thank you for listening and I don't know how many people are going to listen, but honestly, it really doesn't even matter. As long as I'm doing what God needs me to do for him, that's all that matters to me. As long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do for you. Because I know that I was in a dark space in my life. And I know where I've come from and how I've overcame. And I know that I didn't do it by myself. I know that if I had tried to do all of this alone, I would have kept failing. But I know who I believed in and who I trusted in. And I know who I invested my time and, and, and my life into. I know who I turned over my leaf to. So I'd like to pour into you. I like to pour into you. For free. I'd never ask for a dime. I'm not a preacher. I'm just somebody who wants to help others. I'd love to help you. I'd love to pray for you. I'd also love for you to join. Um, when we're having you know, our little sessions. If there's any questions that you have. Please feel free. To ask. Don't be afraid. I'm not judgmental and I love to help. I love to be that person that helps you to understand. Because who knows, my life can be gone tomorrow. At least I touched you today. I thank you for your 40 minutes. I didn't know it's been that long. Um, but have a great day. On purpose and always remember to smile. Don't forget to pray.
Have a good night.